0: welcome to digging into the pet industry the podcast helping you navigate and learn about the 100 billion dollar pet industry hey everyone thank you so much for joining us today i'm your host Nancy hassel and this podcast is brought to you by american pet professionals otherwise known as app the only organization that caters to all pet professionals helping pet entrepreneurs grow their businesses since 2009 This is a podcast where we dig in with pet entrepreneurs every week to find out what works for their pet businesses. I also created this podcast after 20 years in the pet industry to give you guys ideas, know-how, simple step-by-step strategies, and even some thought-provoking marketing concepts that you can apply to your own pet business. If you're in the pet industry 20 plus years, or if you're just starting out, you're in the right place, pet pros. Let's dig in. Welcome back to another solo episode of Digging into the Pet Industry. I'm your host, Nancy Hassel from American Pet Professionals. And we were on a little bit of a hiatus for our podcast, and we are back with new episodes two times a week all summer long. So if you have been listening in while we've been on that hiatus, thank you so much. I see a lot of downloads still happening, so I really appreciate that. And if you are new to our podcast, welcome, and I'm super excited that you are here listening in. So today's topic is seven tips for finding and hiring an expert. And I wanted to talk about this topic because a lot of times newer pet professionals Will be looking for help, not sure who to hire or how to hire or what to do. And so this episode is all about that. So, very often I get the question from pet professionals about the need to hire an expert or someone to help them with XYZ area of their pet business. They'll say, Nancy, who would you suggest to hire for blank? Or What product or platform do you use for blank? Or I need to hire somebody to do something blank. You guys get the picture. And often because we have such a great network of pet professionals as part of American pet professionals, I can easily suggest somebody based on what their need is. But if I don't have a direct contact from our members or for one of our members to suggest to them, I give them the following advice. Before we get into the tips, I'm going to say, first, do not be influenced by a lot of fluff. (laughs) And of course, not the kind I'm talking about on your cat or your dog. You want substance. You want a real expertise and fantastic results by those that you hire. So often, there might be somebody that's newer to being an expert or offering services for your business. And I'm not knocking anybody that is new that they are really diving into that niche and they're getting experience and all of that. That is fantastic. Keep going if you're one of those people because before you know it, you're going to have a ton of experience and a ton of clients. But for people that are looking to hire somebody new, you want to pay attention to a lot of marketing fluff. Um, A lot of really good spin on words when it comes to what their services are and what they have offered. If they don't have a lot of experience or haven't worked with a lot of clients, a lot of times you can see through that, but sometimes it's really good and you can't, and that's why I wanted to give you guys these tips. Okay, so tip number one is get a referral. Referrals from other pet business professionals and business owners are a great way to find that person that you want to do business with, that you want to hire, and find out if they were happy with them and that they got great results on whatever the service was in a timely and professional manner. Referrals are such a great way to go if you're just starting out and you're looking for somebody to hire for an area of your business that you need help with. If you're not sure, on who to ask for a referral or maybe you're not in a organization like American Pet Professionals or you're just not sure where to look. Think about any of the Facebook groups that you might be in or perhaps you're on LinkedIn. You can ask on LinkedIn, hey, I'm looking for this. You may get a lot of people that are immediately going to jump on that are you know, looking for help. You want to make sure that you read through the people that are putting themselves out there to be hired by you. I always think referrals are the best way to do it. So let's say you get a referral, you have a few people that you are going to contact from your network. Number two tip is you want to request references from those people, right? So you have that great referral from a friend or business owner you know, and you want to make sure that they're the right fit for your business and what your needs are that you're hiring somebody. So ask the person you're seeking to hire for at least three business references. Ask them for people that they've worked for in the past six months to a year so that they have, you know, their portfolio of work that they can show you. And you want to make sure that you ask for that portfolio of work if it applies to what you're hiring for so that you can see what they have done for others and if there's anything else that they can provide to show the work that you're going to hire them for. So request references, follow up with those references, and make sure that you're feeling comfortable with that scope of work. Sometimes you might get a referral from somebody, and as you're requesting references, you might be like, wait, this isn't exactly what I needed, and then you might have to go back and be a little bit more specific. But maybe you found a few people, and you've gotten some of those references, and now you're looking into them, and you're like, all right, I'm thinking about hiring them. Tip number three is you want to interview them, just like you would any other employee. You want to do a thorough interview in person, over the phone, or on Zoom, right? You want to make sure that you're presenting to them what you are looking for and what work you want done. They should be happy to answer any questions that you have and provide you with information, and they can tell you if they can or cannot provide what you need. And I want to be really specific here. If you're interviewing them and you have a laundry list of things that you want done, make sure that you're assigning the tasks to them that they are the expert in, that they provide work for. Don't expect to hire them and have them do 50 other things that maybe that's not their area, right? Maybe that's not something that they normally do and you're pushing it on them. If they're really hungry for work, they might say to you, yeah, 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 I can do all that. And maybe they really can't. And then now you're back to square one looking for referrals or somebody else. So you want to make sure that you are being very clear with the tasks that you need done. And they might even say to you, okay, I see you need these four other tasks. That's not what we do you know, in our scope of work, but we can refer you to our colleague that does actually do that. And then you go and you do all the interviewing with those people that they refer you to. So think about that. Don't be greedy when you're looking for hiring somebody and expecting them to do your three pages of work. I really cringe when I see a some a job offer out there and the job offer is like for five people, <laughs> but all the tasks are ridiculously long. So Make sure you interview them, be clear with what you need and it will really start to develop a great business relationship. Did you know that there are over 70 pet business events, conferences and trade shows in the pet industry every year in the United States? Since 2013, we have been compiling and sharing those events with our sought after pet industry events calendar. It's our gift to the industry. Grab yours today by going to americanpetprofessionals.com forward slash pet events calendar and let us know what industry event you will be at. You can do this before or after, but tip number four is a Google search. So you have the referral, maybe you interviewed them or you're about to interview them. You want to go on Google and check out their company page, see if there's any testimonials for them and maybe go beyond page one and just make sure that you see that they have a really good um, slew of testimonials, people really loving what they do. Even if they're new, hopefully they have some new testimonials. If they're only a year or two or five in, they should have testimonials for the works work that they've done. If you see something that comes up that maybe is a negative review or a keyboard warrior, you really have to pay attention to that as well. But also some of those keyboard warrior comments could be taken with a grain of salt. Just really listen to your gut when it comes to looking at all of the information that might be out there about their business. And that brings me to tip number five, which is red flags. So we've heard this a lot, but I think listening to your gut is never going to steer you wrong if you're paying attention to your gut and anything that comes up that might be a red flag. So if something doesn't feel right, or maybe you have been burned in the past by somebody else you hired, look back and remember what those initial red flags you were that you should have listened to before you hired that person, right? With the internet, a flutter of experts and everything, you want to make sure you're really vetting the person that you're hiring. Do they really have the experience they say they have? What are they an expert in and what they do? How long have they been offering the services, et cetera? So these are some of the questions that you should be either asking them, right? Or asking yourself as you're interviewing them. If something doesn't feel right, it usually isn't. And I can't stress that enough of saying, make sure you pay attention to those red flags. Tip number six is get it in writing. Whenever you're hiring somebody for anything, request a contract. This is another tip. I cannot stress this enough. I have heard horror stories from business owners on people they hired or companies they hired to help them with X, Y, Z of their business. And they got burned. They spent a ton of money and they did not get what they were supposed to be hired for. They didn't get the results that they were hiring them for. And my first question is always, did you have a written contract that was signed between both parties and what was to be provided? And more often than not, the answer is no, I should have. I don't know why I didn't do that. Um, Or worse is yes, but they didn't really fully understand the contract. So even if there is no money exchanged, perhaps you're doing a barter or you're doing a cross promotion, you should have a contract written up. This will save any misunderstandings, time, money, and heartache and i would say to you just make sure that the contract is super simple like clearly written out have bullet points this is what you're looking for they could have this is what i'm providing if it's a timed thing maybe you're only hiring them for 6 months to help you make sure that they have those time bullet points in when you expect certain things to be completed and when the next step is just have it written out clearly so everybody is on the same page and that's going to create a really great working person for you, right? It's going to create a really great business relationship with you and you will probably end up hiring that person for longer than you thought or have them in contract for more than you thought. So get it in writing, get a contract. If you're not sure how to get a contract, you could always go to some of the online lawyer sites, get it reviewed by a lawyer. If you have a lawyer in the budget, have them write the contract out. Do a couple of Google search. Ask your references, your colleagues. Does anybody have a contract that you can write? I have personally written my own contracts in the past, and I've had lawyers write a contract. It really depends on what the scope of work is. But there's a lot of really easy online services these days that you can get a really great professionally done contract and move on from there. At the very least, have something in an email exchange that you guys agreed agreed upon. Um, But I would always refer you to doing a contract. It'll just make it easier. It's more professional and everybody will be on the same page and you will have less heartache if you did not have a contract. Okay, so tip number seven is last but not least, do not waste their time. Now, let's just say you found somebody you really want to hire, but maybe you don't have the budget at the moment. Maybe you're hoping to set up a meeting or asking them to... um, or asking them to provide a contract with you. And you know full well, you're not going to hire them. But you really just want to, quote unquote, pick their brain. I can tell you experts get that pick their brain suggestion or request all the time. And some people might be generous with their time and say, sure, I'll give you 15 minutes, I'll give you half an hour. And then other people are going to come back to you and say, you know, we can do a business consultation, but You know, I don't have time for the pick their brain type of thing. It depends on what you're looking for. So if you're honest with them in the beginning and say, hey, I don't have the budget right now, but I'm really looking to hire somebody with your expertise in the future. Do you have time for a 15 minute phone call? It won't take any more than that. Maybe you have three questions for them. It's totally going to help you build their trust and the person that you're reaching out to will appreciate it. And you might actually end up hiring them hopefully in the end, right? Because you were upfront in the beginning. So don't waste their time. Be honest about what you're looking for. I think it will really help with fil- building those relationships with people that you want to hire when you're ready, when your business is ready, when you re- you know have the budget to do all of those things. So I really hope that this has helped and that you are in the process of hiring somebody, that you think about all these tips. And again, always listen to your gut, right? Do all these tips. Get the referral request references, interview them, Google search, red flags that pop up, make sure you get a contract in writing. And as you're interviewing people, don't try not to waste their time, it will really build that trust and that no like and trust factor, right. And the last thing that I will give you as a kind of a bonus tip is if you do find that amazing person, and you're still a little nervous or unsure about hiring them for the long term, Say to them, listen, let's do a three-month contract. I just want to see how we, we work together, how your progress and performance is. Of course, it depends on the scope of work. But if you did a three-month contract, you can really see if they're the right person and personality for your business. And sometimes that doesn't happen. That's okay. That's why you want to do a three-month contract with them and reach out and get all of that information in a contract so that you can say at the end of those three months, you were amazing. I want to continue. Let's move on to a six month or a one year contract. Or you know what? I really appreciate that you work that you did, but you know, we're going to move forward and we're okay for now. Um, and then that will really help you as you move forward, knowing that if you, you don't want to get tied into a year contract. And if you find somebody that they say we only do annual contracts and that's not for you, then you have to move on to the next person and figure out what's right. So I hope this podcast episode has helped and if you don't mind sharing it and letting your other pet business professionals know about it, this could really help them with their hiring and finding of a pet business expert or expert for their business. I appreciate you guys listening in and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love to know what your biggest takeaway from today's episode was please let us know and leave us a review. If you're new to our podcast, we'd love it if you subscribed, shared this episode, and I hope you tune in regularly to hear from our next guest and get tips, ideas, and stories about the pet industry from yours truly. Want to know more about the pet industry? Go to AmericanPetProfessionals.com. Okay, Pet Pros, until our next show, take care and don't forget to spend some time with your pets today.